Hello and welcome to the Nevermind Poly Podcast. My name is Matt, I'm your host, and we chat to rock and metal bands from around the world. How are you all doing? This is an edit to the podcast you're about to listen to. This is a, a pre-recorded uh, podcast. This is an extra piece of edit that I've got to put in for the podcast because it is quite crucial to the, your enjoyment of the podcast. Um, during said podcast you're about to listen to, I mention a few times, well, quite a few times, um, that I, if I was attending Download Festival, if I was attending Download Festival, well, you can change that if to I will be attending Download Festival because, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I am attending Download Festival this year and I am beyond excited. Um, full cards on the table, full disclosure for everyone, as always. Um, I, applied, I applied for a press ticket for download um and that didn't happen unfortunately i'm not bitter about that but these things happen it's cool there's a lot of bigger podcasters a lot of bit bigger media outlets than myself and i totally um respect and understand why uh the, the it didn't go through this time around we will try again next year um but mainly i was kind of a little bit gutted because i had pre-booked the time off work in anticipation of potentially having this um this go through and I was actually I was I was in the bath of all things I was just having a little scrub in the bath as you do sorry too much information but anyway I was just looking on Ticketmaster and I was like oh I'll just I'll just have a look to see how much the resale tickets are for I'll just I'll just have a little gander anyway long story short I picked up a ticket um I paid less than 110 pounds of the fee that it would have been if I bought it at a time of sale when it was originally released. So um, I'm really happy about that, to be honest. Um, it's the full five-day camping ticket as well. Um, yeah, so I will be returning to uh, home back in Suffolk, um, sort of Sunday mid-afternoon slash late afternoon, because uh, I have to be back at work at like 10 o'clock on Monday which isn't the greatest thing in the world. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of a little bit, like, sad about that. But, uh, yeah, I will be attending from Thursday all the way through to Sunday afternoon-ish. Um, I've got so much to pack. I've got so much to prepare. I'm so unprepared for this festival. It is absolutely outrageous. Um, and then the following weekend is Rebecca's birthday. So we're going up to Barnsley for um, Barnsley Live Music Festival, which is like a free festival we went to last year. It's really, really good fun, loads of bands and stuff, so that's cool. And then the following weekend after that, I'm going to Manchester to go to Outbreak Festival. So it's all happening. I don't know how I'm going to pay for it yet. It's all good. Um, enjoy the show. What I will do at this point is I will just put in a Patreon sting of saying uh, patreon.com forward slash Podcast. Give us a couple of quid because God knows I'm going to need it. Anyway, if you're attending Download Festival, um, I hope, as I attend as well, we have an amazing time. I hope the weather holds out. And if you do see me at Download Festival as a punter in the crowd, please do come say hello. I mean, some of you will only know me from the podcast. Some of you will know me from the YouTube and stuff. But um, yeah, if you do see me, come say hello because although I have many friends at the festival who are like attending... I'm camping on my own and all the rest of it. So come come make my come be my friend for the weekend. Anyway, I'm gonna let you guys listen to the rest of the show. Enjoy. See you soon. See you at download. Peace. Hello and welcome to the Nevermind Polly Podcast. My name is Matt. I'm your host. 
and this is a download 20 preview episode for you all um i'm recording this 15 days ahead of the big festival but this podcast is going out probably a couple of days before you guys are due to arrive at download festival donington park 2023 and this show is being completely recorded off the cuff so i've got the various bits of information in front of me but if anything at the time of recording this on the 23rd of may is different to as it is when this goes out i apologize what can i do what can i do so we're going to be talking all about the bands that are playing this year's four-day mammoth event getting you guys hyped for the festival and talking about some of the bands who i personally if i was attending download festival would be checking out because it's pretty fair to say at this point we have the entire lineup um with the exception of the five finger death punch um who have pulled out the festival so that leaves a big hole on the opus stage who is going to fill that hole there is various names being chucked about on the internet um and you know what it's fucking hilarious to be honest seeing some of the names being banded about but you know what i don't know who's going that hold it might be one of the bands been talked about online who knows you guys will know as you listen to this because hopefully a band will be put in that place to replace them or something will have happened in the interim between me recording this and you guys listening to it anyway without further ado let's get on with the show let's get some uh let's get some um uh, some hype music going on two seconds there we go and i'm going to turn this down on my little fader thing and let's talk about download festival 2023 because it's 20 years of download festival i wanted to start off proceedings by talking about my kind of love for this festival and my admiration for this festival for everything it stands for because it, it does bring the best of the rock and the metal and the kind of alternative music to the uh to the hollow grounds of donington park and although my kind of uh, love for download has diminished a little bit over the years just because of the kind of artists they book and the kind of the the music that i like nowadays it does not take away from the fact that this is a fucking massive weekend it's a massive festival for so many people and that is why i wanted to cover it on the show full cards on the table as always we are a very open and very honest podcast here I applied for Download Press uh, to go to the festival to obviously review it in its full uh, glory and things. But unfortunately, I didn't make the cut. I didn't make the cut, and that's completely fine. That's no disrespect or shade to anybody. It's just one of those things. There was a lot of people applying. And of course, this is a sold-out event this year. This is the first time in Download's festival history, in 20 years of Download being a festival, that it has sold out. So that is hugely exciting. And to be honest, if I was attending the festival, it'd be huge nerve-wracking for someone who has crippling anxiety a lot of the time. But that is regardless of the point, this festival looks absolutely fucking stacked. And as always, we're going to quickly touch on the headliners and then we're going to go through the bands that are playing. I'm not going to talk about every single band that are playing because first and foremost i don't know every single band on the lineup some of the names here i don't know i can't claim to listen to and some of the bands on this lineup i don't really like very much and that's fine as well like opinions are going to be rife and all kinds of stuff this this weekend because of download but you know what my one bit of advice to you if you your first time attending download festival or if you if it's your 20th time attending download festival is go with an open mind and just experience things because you don't know 
what tent you're going to walk into and you might just find your new favorite band so just go in with an open mind go in with a kind of a sense of like this is going to be fun grab yourself uh, your friends and drinking partners if you're drinking and whatnot and just have a fucking great time because it's going to be great hopefully the weather's going to hold out for you all because as has been discussed a huge hundreds of thousands of times on various platforms that i've done and also on the internet and stuff download has got a reputation for being drown load now if it does do the whole drown load thing definitely 100 take fucking wellingtons take fucking rubber welly boots right because the last thing you want to do is arrive on site without them and you know what i know it's a pain in the ass i know i i fucking know it's a ball lake right but it always makes me chuckle when people who pitch up with their their fucking three or four casibos and fucking huge tents and all the fucking other stuff that in reality is needed but not really when you consider you don't pack wellies but you pack three casibos for example you know just use your head you know check the weather before you go and, and pack appropriately and i know that sounds like a bit of a dad thing to say but trust me i've been there listen to the episode i've done running one of the very first episodes on the podcast with uh with the good co-host race we talked about uh download 2016 my first ever download festival and it fucking absolutely thrashed it down from the friday through to the sunday i got fucking drenched i didn't come prepared and i had to go into derby on the saturday and buy a whole new fucking wardrobe including wellies because i was underprepared so that's all i'm saying to you that is all i'm saying to you so let's get on with the kind of the lineup i guess so let's uh, let's play some little bit of a some uh, stuff for this quickly there we go so on the lineup on the thursday opening the uh, apex stage which to be honest i don't like the stage naming i'm going to throw that out there straight away i'm not a big fan of this apex opest the avalanche stage and the dogtooth have always been the avalanche and the dogtooth for a little while now so i can kind of be get behind that a little bit but the apex and the opus yeah whatever main stage second stage to me personally but that's what's but opening the main stage is mammoth wolf van halen uh that's a really great fucking booking uh i think that's gonna be a really fun time i can't be i can't lie and say that i'm a massive uh know much of his material but that's gonna be super fun uh and there's always a good kind of vibe when you first get into that into in across the into that uh into the arena i love it there is nothing better than walking onto any festival site any festival arena but download especially and walking down that hill towards the main stage i've spoken about this numerous times on the podcast before so apologies if i've uh, if i'm covering ground i've already covered before but me and my good friend well my good friend my best friend becca not my other half rebecca my best friend becca um we went to download 2017 we wanted to see creeper on the main stage and she quite famously needed to use the the, the ladies and you know they were a fucking massive queue as there always is for these things and uh we basically very nearly missed the start of creeper set and creeper are a band who i fucking love and adore so running down that hill as they played the intro to black rain which is the first song off there of their debut album is just a memory i will cherish for the rest of my life it was genuinely like one of those moments where i was like this is what live music is all about for me personally so going down that hill into the uh into the arena and seeing the main stage in front of you is always always a joy on that first very first day and this year obviously it's four days so that's super exciting as well 
Uh, the next band I'm going to talk about is Ginger. Uh, Ginger are a Ukrainian uh, metal band, uh, female fronted, uh, loads of fucking energy live. I'm not the biggest fan of their of their kind of output, but you know what? I've seen them live and they are really killer live and they're going to bring lots of fucking people. They've got a big swell of support behind them, so that's fucking wicked. Continuing, the female fronted uh, assault, if you will, that is Lizzie Hale and crew of Hailstorm. Hailstorm are going to go down a fucking treat on the main stage. They are one of the bands who I like to call the download staple. They will always play Download Festival. They are always adhered and loved by the download crowd. And you know what? I've seen Hailstorm a few times. I like their records. They're, they're a really good, solid rock band. Really do enjoy their output. So that's going to be super fun on, on that Thursday. And then into the band who I always feel kind of sorry for. And that band is Alter Bridge. Because Alter Bridge, I feel sorry for because they are always the bridesmaid and never the bride. Now, what I mean by that is the fact they always get the underplay. They always get the sub uh, slot behind the headliner. I've said it a million times. I'm going to say it one more time just for the record. What do Alter Bridge need to do to break that glass ceiling that is the main headline slot of a festival in the UK? They are adored by the fans. They play the fucking O2 in London when they come into town in London. They are a massive arena band. They're massively loved by Download. It's just so frustrating to watch them just kind of be at that sub headline spot. Headline spot, you know. I've seen Our Bridge a couple of times. Um, they're always good fun. They're always good live. Uh, I think the one thing for me personally with Our Bridge, I think Miles Kennedy has got an incredible vocal, uh, but he's a much of a stage presence. That's the only thing I will say about Our Bridge. I don't think they have that kind of that pull power. Um, but yeah, that's just me personally. Don't come for me in the comments. It's just an opinion. But on record live, I think Oldbridge are absolutely untouchable when it comes to music. I think they're fucking outstanding. I'm not going to talk about Metallica just yet because I'm going to talk about Metallica when we come back to them later on down the lineup. But let's go to the second stage. Uh, Cherry Bombs, uh, I know very little to nothing about, so I can't comment. Uh, Cancer Bats. We fucking love Cancer Bats on this podcast. We've had Liam from Cancer Bats on the show. I've seen Cancer Bats more times than I can actually remember. Cancer Bats are always good fun. Seeing them on the second stage will be fucking incredible. Um, yeah, they're just bring the party vibes. Give them 40 minutes, half an hour, 40 minutes. They will fucking slay. I love that for them. Uh, then on to the Bronx, who I've never, ever seen live. And it's fucking criminal that I've never seen the Bronx live. I really, really like the Bronx. They are a fucking great, great band. And if you get the chance with nothing to do on that Thursday, go and see the Bronx. In fact, go and see Counterbats as well, but go and see the Bronx especially. Really, really, really great. Um, then we have 100 Reasons, who have just put out their brand new record. It's absolutely fucking wonderful. Again, I've never seen 100 Reasons. That's one of the bands that I'm really like, I really wish I was going because I really like 100 Reasons. So that's kind of a bit upsetting that I've never seen them. But uh, on the back of this record as well, it's really, really cool. Uh, great fucking band on the second stage. And then a really, really big draw, for, for not for me personally, because I'm not a massive fan of this band or this, or this artist's kind of output and things, but Pussifer, who is Maynard James Keenan's uh, other band, obviously Maynard James Keenan plays the vocals in Tool, plays the vocals, is the singer, sorry, of Tool, um, and Pussifer is his side project and things, and that's a really big draw for download, and I know a lot of people are going to be very fucking excited for that, so that's really cool. Obviously, Five Finger Death Punch were on the lineup as a time of recording. They've obviously pulled out now. 
Um, so we don't know who's in that slot at the moment. There's been there's been names thrown around like Skindred, uh, Bullet for My Valentine. I've seen some fucking mental names been thrown around as well. I've, I've seen the one that made me laugh that said that Metallica will just play three nights uh, of the four. Um, they'll play double uh, on the... Uh, so Sorry, no. They'll play two nights, but they'll also play two sets uh, on the second stage and on the main stage. I can't see that happening, to be honest, but we digress. On to the Avalanche stage, which is hosted by Kerrang Radio. Uh, we have Tigress, Fierce Vampire Killers, Punk Rock Factory, Mum Jeans, and State Champs. Um, Fierce Vampire Killers, I didn't know were still around. I'll be honest. Um, they are actually quite local to me. They're actually Suffolk-based band really cool to see them on there uh punk rock factory always come up on my instagram they come on my instagram so much like as advertised posts and stuff um they look and sound really fun so i can't really claim to have listened to them too much so i can't really comment state champs however i have seen live i do really like state champs are brilliant but going against metallica uh yeah that's a difficult one <laughs> i mean if you're if you're a fan of metallica i I don't. I wouldn't say you're not a fan of state champs or the vice versa, but I think you're in one of two camps in that one. But it's a good. It's a good. Um, if they're going against Metallica, that's not a bad thing. That's all I'm going to try and say because obviously Metallica playing two sets, so that's fine. Uh, and then onto the dog two stage, we have uh, Sanax uh, S N A Y X. Probably said that wrong. Uh, mini barks, uh, caskets, A A Williams, Hacken, and Perturbator. Um, A.A. Williams is fantastic, kind of really ethereal, kind of gothy, kind of weird vocalist, uh, kind of um, kind of dark, kind of broody. I like that. The thing with that booking for me personally is it's just keeping up upsetting seeing her play to like 20 people. I want to be proven wrong. I want to be proven wrong. But uh, historically, uh, the kind of more interesting stuff gets put to the bottom of the fourth stage and doesn't really get the look in it deserves, in my opinion. Um, Caskets are a fucking great metal metal, uh, metal core band, I want to say. Uh, really, really good. I really like them. Perturbator is a really interesting shout if you're into your um, into your synthwave stuff. Never seen him live. I was meant to uh, interview him at uh, Arc Tangent. Everything was all set up for that, uh, and, and unfortunately it fell through, so that was a little bit upsetting. But on to the Friday... And on the Friday is obviously headlined on the Apex stage by Bring Me the Horizon. Now, there is something to be said about this lineup, and that is the fact that this is a really, really good lineup for newer bands. There is a lot of newer bands in this lineup, and you know what? That is exactly what Download needed. Um, you know, and I don't want to upset anybody. I don't want to like rub any people up the wrong way. But there is a lot of people who go to Download who are part of the quote unquote old guard the uh, armchair rockers, whatever you want to call them. And I, I disagree with a lot of them. I think they're quite, uh, I think it's quite a mean thing to say, but the older generation who go to download uh, do generally get the pick of bands. I'm talking like sort of bands like Whiskey Myers. I'm talking bands like uh, Thunder. I'm talking bands like, um, well, you get the kind of band Blackstone Cherry, that kind of group of bands, you know, and there's nothing wrong with those bands at all. But the fact is they play a certain style of classic rock that seems to have kind of clogged up the, the lineup for a long time. And this is a really fresh take on Download's lineup. So that's really fucking cool. Uh, so let's start off at the bottom of the main stage with Stand Atlantic, um, who I uh, know the name of, but don't know a massive amount about because, you know, I just don't. Uh, so that's going to be cool. So catch up if you can. 
Nova Twins, I do know a lot about. Nova Twins, I've seen a few times now, and Nova Twins are really fucking cool. And there's something to be said about female representation on this lineup as well. Uh, there's there's a real good uh, selection of really interesting female-fronted, female members of bands on this lineup. I think that's really, really cool. Nova Twins play a really cool kind of synthy kind of fucking rock kind of fusion metal. Just really cool, interesting kind of music. A fucking fun live as well, so go and check them out. Hot Milk are a band who is female-fronted, sort of punk rock uh pop rock kind of metally kind of just really good fun to be honest good a good fun party band to get you started on your friday uh neck deep are a fucking staple of this festival um neck deep put on one of the greatest pop pop rock punk rock uh kind of pop punk shows about in my opinion they've got absolutely stacks of songs that i fucking love and i'm kind of gutted i'm not saying neck deep to be honest um and then we have a band who have not played down their festival in such a long time it's actually like ridiculous pendulum now pendulum are a band who i have seen live i saw them headline um at sundown festival which is predominantly a dance festival in in norwich that's been going for a few years now and it was one of the fucking greatest live sets i've ever fucking seen and we've actually had perry of pendulum on the show as a guest that was incredible. That was one of the most fucking mind-blowing things ever to sit down with him and talk all things Pendulum. But um, yeah, get to just go and see Pendulum live. They are going to fucking absolutely slay it. You know, they've got so many, so many good songs and they've got a brand new song out with uh, Bullet of My Valentine's Matt Tuck as well um, called Halo, which they debuted at their Alexandria Palace show in London a couple of weeks back. So that's really exciting. And then we go into possibly the best one-two I've seen on a festival uh, in terms of audience for a long time. We have Architects into Bring Me the Horizon. Now, uh, this has not been the first time that these two have played with each other in kind of like that kind of setting. Uh, so they uh, Bring Me the Horizon done the All Points East Festival uh, a few years ago when Architects were on the bill on the, another stage and then Bring Me the Horizon were on the main stage uh, one after the other. This is something different because obviously Architects are a long time removed from their from their more darker, more metalcore roots, and they've kind of really straddled the line of being just thumping anthemic, fucking rock bangers. Basically, stuff like Animals, um, stuff off the new record is just really, really thumping. And you know what? It's built for stages like this, so that's fucking super exciting for Architects. Um, big up the boys and architects we fucking love them um and then bring with horizon and bring with horizon are you know weirdly 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 been given some sort of stick when they first got announced online like, oh they're not a headliner people what do you fucking want from download i don't understand it's so fucking bizarre to me because this band should have had the push to the top fucking like 2014 2015 when step eternal came out it's taken them this long to get to that top which does beg the question download have they missed the mark have they not pulled the trigger early enough on this band i don't think they have the fact they've pulled the trigger and they've put them there is a good thing that's what i'm gonna say on the matter but you know what bring me horizon i've seen them from tiny little intimate clubs all the way up to headlining festivals and yeah they're fucking great and if you're not on the on the bring me horizon train i can't help you at this point you know if you don't like them that's fine go and see 
any of the other bands that are playing at the same time or go back to camp and have a good old fucking piss up with your mates you know that's what we always do when bands we don't like are playing we just go back to camp and just get absolutely smashed not by advocating drinking and all the rest of it but you know what i mean anyway i digress Onto the second stage, the Opus stage on that Friday. We have bands The Warning, Smash Into Pieces, Elvana, Epica, Ask Alexandra, Within Temptation, and Evanescence. My God, that's a fucking bizarre little lineup. <laughs> um, the Warning, I can't comment. I don't know nothing about them. Uh, Smash Into Pieces, again, I don't know nothing about them. Elvana are the fucking most pointless fucking band, in my opinion um it's basically elvis fronting nirvana um you know what it's, it's a disgrace to kirk's name to even say that but you know what like people like it it's fun whatever maybe i'm the problem but i'm not a fan and yeah fine whatever epica are really really great they are really really symphonic really massive uh if you're into that kind of thing they're not really my cup of tea but i cannot uh undeny i cannot do not deny sorry the uh the musicianship of that band fucking excellent uh asking alexandria are an interesting fit uh in 2023 because i don't know even what asking alexandria sound like in 2023 back in the day when they first released stand up and scream and uh rentless and relentless and reckless i think it's called the second album anyway um and even the death of me was a great couple of albums great three album run and then it kind of went a bit weird and like i don't really know what they sound like anymore but you know what they're a perfectly good functioning uh rock slash metal band so yeah go and see them if you're into that thing uh and within temptation and evanescence is kind of the standout uh for me so far on this friday with the exception of the architects bring me the horizon thing um because both of those bands within temptation i'm less bothered about if i'm completely honest but evanescence man that is undeniably big for download and can you imagine we don't you don't have to imagine you're going to be going to see it but seeing bring me to life by evanescence of download fucking unbelievable um there was a bit during guns and roses set a few years ago and i know that guns and roses get a lot of stick for playing for three and a half hours and all the rest of it but there is a bit where they where axel rose goes like you know where you are you're a darlington baby you're gonna die oh just hairs on the back of your hand the back of your neck honestly fan fucking fantastic so evanescence playing the opera stage is just a really really great thing in my opinion uh onto the avalanche stage hosted by crang radio we have fixation red hook as december falls avia crawler the blackout pup and vilvalo of him fame uh red hook i'm gonna start there pretty much uh obviously fixation i don't know much about can't really comment unfortunately red hook we love red hook red hook our previous podcast guests emmy and crew bringing their kind of female fronted uh punk rock uh pop metal to uh download super fucking fun they're australian what's not to love there as well fucking super fun uh yeah really looking forward to them if, if i was attending uh, as december falls again another female fronted um sort of rock band really really great had them on the podcast again they're fucking excellent avia i don't know nothing about cool i don't know nothing about the blackout the blackout ladies and gentlemen fuck are we gone back to 2013 i love that uh the blackout are a band who i unashamedly really really enjoy um the blackout are a band who split up for a long long time they've reformed uh, to play download and a couple of other uh, standalone uh dates before that 
super, super fun. And obviously, Sean Smith, the vocalist of um, The Blackout, now does a podcast, very similar, but a lot better quality than this, uh, called Sapnin, in which he gets his uh, good friend and journalist friend, uh, Morgan Richards, to sit down with various um, rock and metal bands, as well as kind of WWE wrestlers and drag queens and all this kind of really fun stuff. It's a really great podcast. Go and check it out. It's called Sapnin. Amazing stuff. Then we have Pup, who are a band who I'm genuinely gutted I'm missing. I fucking love Pup. Their their kind of punky energy is really, really fun. They've got some killer songs. Uh, They're going to do really, really well in that slot. And Vil Valo is a very interesting shout, because Vil Valo is obviously the former frontman of the band Him, which stands for His Eternal Majesty, for those who don't know. Um, I wasn't mad keen on the new record, to be honest. I thought it was okay. But if he brings out some Him classics, then, mate, forget about it gonna be fucking wicked fun okay on to the dog two stage on the friday we have uh someone called uh happy l houston no idea apologies if i've mispronounced that as well we have witch fever pupil slicer under uh undeath ingested brutus empire state bastard <laughs> gua and um carpenter brute Okay, so let's start off with Witch Fever. Witch Fever, previous podcast guests. We like Witch Fever very much. They're a very, very good, fun band. All female all female band or all uh, non-binary uh, members as well. Really, really good fun. Uh, their new album, Congregation, is really, really great. Pupil Slicer are a really, really interesting band to have at Downer Festival. Very, very cool. Uh, they kind of play sort of math rocky, kind of metally, kind of obscure, kind of Anglia. Anglia? I always say Anglia. I mean, angular, even. Uh, kind of metal, kind of really jagged, really kind of rigid. I love it. It's really good fun. They've got a new album out called Blossom, or will be coming out very soon, should I say, rather than being out now. Um, and yeah, that would be just really good fun if you can get down to that. Undeath, they sound exactly like the name suggests. Ingested are just hilarious fucking slamcore. Um, you know if you're a fan of Ingested or not by about the first 30 seconds of their music. Brutus are a band who I've heard a lot about and the name's been branded about a lot, but never really like clicked with me personally. I think they're really good, but they've never really clicked with me personally. Empire State Bastard, um, or Bastard as the Festpod guys say it, um are a band who is Biffy Clyro frontman Simon Neal and um, Mike Venart from Ocean Sizes Black Metal Project. Now, they do have a couple of songs out there in the ether at the moment. I think this is going to be one of the fucking busiest uh, tents of the entire weekend. There is such a hype around Empire State Bastard. It's, uh, it's actually not even funny how much of a kind of fever there is for this band. Next up, we have Gua. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you take anything away from this podcast, please get yourself over to go and see a little bit of Gua, if not the entire set. Gua are one of the... If you've never heard of Gua, you've never seen Gua, just go and see them. They are fucking outrageous fun. They play in massive costumes. Um, they have, like... So, and they always, like, practical effects during the show. So we caught them at Bloodstock um, last year. And um, they brought out a, a massive, like, giant kind of uh, suit of that looked like Joe Biden. Um, and they chopped his head off, and there was, like, blood spurting into the crowd. It's fucking mental. And there's also a really, really good um, documentary-style thing on the uh, horror streaming service Shudder. 
uh, about Guar. I highly recommend that. It's really, really good. Uh, and Carpenter Brute, if you're into the synthwave stuff, if you're into Perturbator, you're going to love Carpenter Brute. I fucking love Carpenter Brute. I think that's absolutely wicked. Okay, on to the Saturday. Uh, on the Apex main stage, we have uh, Paralysis. Uh, Paralysis? Polaris. Polaris? I don't know. Fever 333, Ice Nine Kills, Clutch, Alexis on Fire, Disturbed, and of course, Metallica. Now, just looking at that as a run, that is fucking good. That is a good time. Um, we'll start with uh, Fever 333. Sorry, Paralysis. I don't know much about your music, so I can't comment. Fever 333, uh, obviously, former frontman of Let Lives, Jason, as project, uh, has been for, for a number of years. They're always good fun live. Um, and Jason is just a, such a ball of energy. And you know what? He's kind of a dream guest to have on this podcast. I'd love to sit down with Jason of Fever 333 to, to pick his mind about everything. I think he's a really kind of uh, inspirational character uh, to have in, in our world and our scene. So that's really, really cool. And they put on a killer live show. So what's not to love? Um, Ice Nine Kills are a band who I am dying to see live again i've seen iceland kills only once and shout out to my good friend vicky uh, if you're listening because she got me into iceland kills she said to me matt there's a band playing in norwich it's like 14 quid a ticket do you fancy it and i was like who is it and she said iceland kills and i was like mm, okay uh, i mean i've heard the name but i don't know nothing about them this was just before the silver scream uh part one or silver scream one came out and uh i was like yeah okay fuck it i'll go and I was blown the fuck away by how good they are live and their live aesthetic and everything else. But not only that, their songs are fucking wicked. They do a song uh, called Take Your Pick with features a corpse grinder of Cannibal Corpse. And it's got one of the fucking most obnoxious breakdowns you will hear in fucking forever. Really, really fucking obnoxious. But I love them. I think they're great. I think Spencer is a fantastic frontman. And the, the melding of kind of horror and the melding of metal and rock is really fucking cool. And they're just great. They're a great band. Go and check them out. It's actually their second time in a row of playing Download Festival this year as well. Uh, Clutch, ladies and gentlemen, again, if you take nothing from this podcast, go and see Clutch live. They are so good so fucking good they are just really really what can only be described as rollicking fucking rock and roll baby they sound like they are gonna fall apart every time they pick up their instruments but i don't mean that in a negative way they just play so fast and so jangly and so just with so much fucking sweat and swagger i love it uh, and Neil Fallon from Clutch is one of the fucking greatest lyricists of our times, in my opinion. I fucking love them. Oh, I'm so pissed off I'm not going to download this year. Um, Alexis on Fire. I've never seen Alexis on Fire live, but I love Alexis on Fire. Um, you know what? It's it's a tragedy that I've never seen them live. But again, their fucking records are fantastic. Uh, the live material I've seen on, on YouTube and stuff, which never does it justice, sounds insane so i would love 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 to see an alexis on fire download so get yourself down there if you can um disturbed are one of the bands who we talk about this on this list so far on this podcast so far as being a download staple now i mean that because disturbed pull 
such a massive crowd it is actually unfathomable how big the crowd is for da- for disturbed i saw disturbed last time i saw disturbed would have been 2016 2017 so i saw them at download in 2016 i saw them supporting the Venom sevenfold in 2017 um and the sound of silence is a song they do uh, during that set and again like kind of uh hairs on the back of your neck it was actually breathtaking and you know what for a band who wrote down with the sickness and wah, all that stuff like mad 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 and then we come to the the headliner of saturday on the main stage and that is of course metallica who are also playing on the thursday now if you don't like or don't know or unaware of metallica then i can't help you i'm afraid ladies and gentlemen i don't i don't know what you want me to say at this point Metallica are the biggest metal band, the biggest, one of the biggest bands in the world, full stop, regardless of genre. They are absolutely monolithic. Now, I understand there is a little bit of, of discourse when they first got announced, and since it's been announced, they were playing two sets that um, people weren't happy and all the rest of it. And you know what? I get it. Like, I am not a Matt, right? So I, I love the big four, right? The big four are Metallica, Slayer, Megadeth, and Anthrax, right? I cannot stand Anthrax. I cannot stand Megadeth, right? And people are like, but you love Metallica and you love Slayer. How can you not like those two? I understand if you don't like Metallica. I just, I do understand because taste is, is such a such a personal thing. But, uh, you know, there is no other band that is going to be able to do this, what they're doing this year at Download for the, for the double uh, headliner thing because they have so many songs that they can pick from and it's going to be a spectacle so what i would say to you dear listener is go to at least one of them because this band are not going to be like all bands like all of us we're not going to be around forever but metallica are a special band they are such a special band and go and see them live and go and just go and experience it if you don't like it fine just go to the bar and get drunk or go back to your tent or go watch someone else fine but don't deny yourself the opportunity to go and see them live because we don't know how long we've got them left because they are older statesmen. So, you know, that's all I'm saying to you. Anyway, on to the second stage. And the second stage of this uh, Saturday, again, looks really fucking good. Uh, Stat Address, Stray from the Path, Municipal Ways, Carcass, Motionless and White, Three Days Grace, Simple Plan, and Placebo. So, Static Dress are really, really good, fun, spiky, metal-y kind of rock band uh really really good really like them i saw them supporting creeper uh, a few years ago they're absolutely fantastic um straight from the path big up fucking straight from the path getting uh, an outdoor stage as well uh, i really really hope they pull a massive crowd and of course it's no secret that i fucking love straight from the path it's no secret that i think the downbeat podcast is one of the fucking greatest podcasts out there there's no secret i fucking love craig reynolds for everything he does for for the scene and everything else i think he's a fucking genius um and this band fucking slay live their their albums and tracks are fantastic and yeah just go and see them have yourself a lovely fucking time and you know what's a lovely fucking time straight from the path into municipal waste um i've got one thing to say if you're not aware of municipal waste they're gonna fuck you up uh they're just really really good part fuck there they're really good fun party uh thrash metal basically what's not to love 
Then we go down a more serious route with Carcass, who are a really good, really, really, uh, really revered death metal band. And then kind of it goes a bit weird because Motionless and White is on after that. And again, Motionless and White have played Download numerous times. They're well loved by the Download crowd, well respected by the Download crowd. But it's just weird to go from like, um, you know, Static Dress, who are a kind of a young, vibrant uh, band who've just signed to Roadrunner as well. Um, straight from the path, political kind of Rage Against the Machine style uh, riffing and lyrics and things like that, but kind of with that really fucking uh, the the guitar tone on Straight from the Path. Don't even get me started. Municipal Waste being just this super fun party thrash band, Carcass being a really revered fucking death metal band, and then Motionless in White. It's just such a it's a weird fucking little stage setup. But anyway, I digress. Uh, Three Days Grace uh, I liked back when I was in high school. And then politely, I grew up, and uh, yeah, they're not great anymore. I don't really, I don't really listen to their music. But you know what? Um, was it them who done Diary of Jane? No, it was Bacon Benjamin. Anyway, it's it's radio metal core, uh, radio metal uh, that Americans like. I'm not really a massive fan. Simple Plan um, for my sins, uh, a band who I really liked in my youth. Um, I would never go and catch them at a festival like this. I have actually seen them once at Slam Dunk, and they played i'm just a kid and it was great but yeah not really my type of not really my type of thing i wouldn't go out of my way to go and see it on such a stacked bill like this one and then placebo um placebo are a band who i've only seen once they supported my chemical romance uh literally about a year ago as i record this and they were absolutely excellent go down and see yourself placebo fucking love that love that love that uh, and then on to the avalon estate hosted by kerrang radio uh we have rituals black gold casey kid capucci uh nothing nowhere bob villain defavana coheed and cambria uh i'm just going to quickly go through these um kid capucci is a band i've know like it's been thrown about and stuff i don't really know much about his music uh bob villain is kind of a really cool interesting hybrid uh, outfit i really really like him i've never caught him live so that'd be fun to go and do that if i was going death havana are just what, what even are what even are death havana i didn't even know they were still going at this point uh they're just like a really fucking in my opinion bland and boring rock band but fine whatever um coheed and cambria are a band who i massively respect but i don't quite understand um, <laughs> to put it really nicely there's there's loads of stuff that goes with carry in cambria in terms of like their lore of their albums and things like that and kind of the mystique of of what they try and do um to me personally i just like the songs i think they're fucking excellent so would be uh keen to go and see coheed and cambria onto the dogs who stage we have anti-saint kid bookie leg malice beauty school dropout uh Enola Gray, Spirit Adrift, uh, Greg Picciato, and Monuments. Um, I'm going to start right at the top with Monuments. Uh, previous podcast guest, Mike Mallion of Monuments. Uh, they are very good. They're very techie. But the reason why I bring that up as a previous guest is because Mike Mallion is one of my fucking all-time great guests. Uh, Mike Mallion was absolutely inspirational on that episode. I really, really fucking respect him for that. Uh, Greg Picciato, obviously, of Dillinger Escape Plan, uh, again it's kind of like the really interesting stuff gets thrown to the bottom of the fourth stage you know i mean he's playing the second or uh, second to last on the dog two stage but you get my point um and then lake malice i'm actually seeing lake malice tonight with yukovi in norwich as i record this so will you'll you'll have heard my thoughts on lake malice live before you hear this podcast you're listening to so there's that for you and then on to the Sunday. We're getting there, ladies and gentlemen. Bear with me. We're getting there. On to the Sunday 
which we have uh, the headliners of Slipknot on the Apex stage. Also on that stage is Bollywood, Lorna Shaw, The Who, Behemoth, I Prevail, and Parkway Drive. So let's start at the bottom of the main stage then, shall we? Bollywood, uh, a band who I have seen once before. I saw them at Bloodstock. And although I think they're very, very talented, it's not really for me. Um, I think it's, uh, I don't want to say gimmicky because that's the wrong word, but I just, it's not for me. If you're a fan of them, then cool, go and see them. Um, I think it's, I think it's fine, to be honest. I think it's just fine. It's not really my cup of tea though. Uh, and then we have one of probably the most anticipated sets of the entire weekend, Lorna Shaw. Now, I do not need to tell you my thoughts on Lorna Shaw because it's been documented many times in this podcast. I think Deathcore is a kind of a barren landscape in terms of creativity. I'm not hugely in on the Deathcore movement, the Deathcore scene in 2023. However, Lorna Shaw are undeniably leading the charge with Deathcore and Will Ramos is such a superstar frontman for this band and you know that's just him as a frontman regardless of his absolutely incredible talent he is a vocalist and the various other components and the artists that make up that band and the, the players in that band absolutely outstanding but do they write like quote-unquote good songs for me personally i think to the hellfire is the best song they've ever written um with the in, in terms of the uh, the will ramos era but they don't do it for me personally, but I can understand why they're going to get a fucking massive reception. Um, so that's really cool. The Who, um, I have no real fucking time for, to be honest. I think they're just, I think they're a bit gimmicky, to be honest. I don't really get it. Like, but fine, if you're into that thing, the lovely stuff. Uh, Behemoth are one of the greatest fucking bands to perform live ever. I fucking love Behemoth. And seeing them on uh, a stage before i prevail is a fucking travesty but that's besides the point um behemoth go around and see them it's probably gonna be a lot of people's first exposure to black metal so that's fucking cool that's really fucking cool on a main stage having behemoth like they were a couple of years ago is really, really cool uh, i prevail are fucking genuinely massive but they're so not for me um i can't pretend like i i love them or, or whatever because they're just so not my not my thing but the download faithful will lap it up and love them because that's what you guys like and that's fine they're they're a massive fucking band and i understand why they're a fucking massive band they're just not for me personally very interesting or very good uh parkway drive on the other hand are genuinely one of the fucking greatest bands to ever play uh festivals in my opinion uh the the support slot they done sorry not the support slot the headline slot they done at uh bloodstock a couple of years ago and i saw them um at manchester with lorna shore and support funnily enough as well um absolutely outstanding i'm not massively keen on the new record but um they always pull it off live so that's going to be super fucking fun and then slipknot who arguably is the least uh headline that i'm excited about to be honest uh, i think slipknot have really kind of just like uh been in cruise control for a long time um in terms of their musical output but you know what everyone said it them live is always a good time but you know what i'm probably not gonna go and see them live until like they put out a record that really fucking excites me 
and that hasn't happened for a long time. So, you know, but I can understand why people are going to enjoy it. People are going to love it. And I'm all for that. Uh, and then on the Opus stage on the Sunday, we have Blind Channel, don't know nothing about. Uh, Sim, don't know anything about. The Amity Affliction, Avatar, Dinosaur Pilot, Pale Royale, the Distillers, who have actually pulled out, I believe, and Ghost. The Amity Affliction are a really good metalcore band. Really, uh, I did have enjoyed their stuff previously in the past. I'm not, can't say I'm a massive fan, but I have enjoyed their material. Uh, Avatar are a band who I didn't understand. And when I say I don't understand, I didn't understand like the, the gimmick, the get up. I didn't really get them for a long time, but I got sent their record uh, before it came out, Dance, Devil Dance, and was genuinely really blown away by it. I thought it was fucking wicked. So kind of upset that I'm not seeing Avatar, to be honest. But if you are going to Downer Festival, make sure you get down to Avatar because that's going to be good fucking fun. Um, Dinosaur Pileup are a band I fucking love. Uh, really, really good, fun rock band. Loads of fucking killer tunes. Um, a band who I can't say the same thing about is Paya Real, who is, in my opinion, arguably one of the fucking worst professional bands I've ever seen live. Um, absolutely fucking dire. So, moving on. The Distillers, as I said, I do believe have pulled out uh, and been replaced with Bad Religion, I do believe. Uh, Bad Religion are a band who I've never really gone in on, but again, are just a fucking massive name. So, that's good for downloading, good for people who love Bad Religion. And then we have Ghost, who, in the second uh, in the second stage headliner, in my opinion, is going to be... Uh, see if they're ready, see how they get on, because they are definitely being primed for a headline slot in a couple of years' time. If Ghosts don't headline this festival by 2026, then there is something wrong in the world. And I don't mean that because they've got like killer records and stuff like that, because they have, they've got a killer live show. I just mean if they don't pull the trigger on this band, this band will outgrow this festival. They just will, because they are so fucking massive in terms of their tiktok uh kind of blow up with mary on the cross but also just been bubbling under uh is just some really fantastic albums really fantastic live show and if you think ghosts are a gimmick they're not secondly just get yourself down to go and see them because again i think if you don't see this set you're going to be missing out on one of the moments of the festival and people talk about the moments saying this is you know when slipknot played 2009 it was like a big thing it was a moment for download Ghost playing the Opus stage is going to be a moment, in my opinion. Uh, the Avalanche stage, hosted by Krang Radio. We have Crash Face. Crash Face have recently been on the show. We love Crash Face. They're a great band. Uh, Akon, uh, Taylor Akon, don't know. Uh, there's, there's a few bits I don't know on this lineup, to be honest, uh, in terms of the Avalanche stage. So I'm just going to go straight for Set It Off who i have seen live set it off good fun live um i was due to interview them as well but unfortunately that fell through so that was kind of upsetting but they're a great band nonetheless and then one of the bands again kind of a bit of a moment band to be honest and that is electric cool boy electric cool boy um you know i first got turned on to electric cool boy uh because of my good friend mark who i used to work with shout out to mark if you're listening um and he showed me hyper hyper and was like mate if you like fucking like drum and bass and you like fucking pendulum and prodigy and all that stuff and you know you like metalcore like this is gonna be for you and ever since then it has been stuck in my fucking head like an absolute fucking earworm and you know what techno is a great record as well 
Um, just never seen them live, and they really, really look fun live. They look fucking massive. They've got the moves, as they say in the songs, uh, and everything else. So definitely get yourself down to Electric Cool Boy. And then onto the fourth stage of the final day, ladies and gentlemen, we are getting there. We have um, Beauty School, we have Graphic Nature, we have Hawks, The Mephs, Soul Glow, Green Lunk, Soin, Terror, Touche Amore, and Hate Breed. Now, Graphic Nature, previous podcast guests, we had Pete on the show. Uh, they have a new record, a debut record called A Mind Waiting to Die. Go and fucking check out Graphic Nature. They will fucking blow your head off. If you're a fan of early Slipknot and kind of new metal, they are going to blow your fucking socks off. They are really, really fucking good. Never caught them live. Would love to as yet to catch them live, but they're really, really good. Uh, the Mephs, I want to do a quick shout-out for, are a two-piece uh, punk rock band. I saw them when they supported... Who were they supporting again? Um, it's gone. I can't remember who they were supporting. They supported someone really recently. I remember it was the Betty Rays. They supported uh, the Betty Rays and June Rats. That's who they are supporting. Um, really fucking good, really fucking good live, uh, really, really good fun, uh, Soul Glow are a band I've heard loads about, but never been able to catch live or catch up on on record, so that could be fun if you want to go check them out, Green Lung are fucking excellent if you're into kind of your more sludgy kind of, um, sort of uh, proper doomy kind of metal, they're really, really good fun, um, Terror, are just abrasive fucking hardcore. You, you'll If you listen to Terror, you're going to know within the first couple of songs, if you're a fan of Terror, just watch out for all the flying fists because they're going to be rampant during their set. Touche and More uh, released an album a few years ago called Stage 4, um, which is genuinely one of the most affecting fucking hardcore uh, emo records I've heard in a long time post-hardcore. That is not actual physical hardcore. Um, and then Hate Breeze are always good fun live. Jamie Jaster is a fucking absolute legend of a human being, as are all the band uh, of Hate Breed are fucking excellent. Yeah, that is your Download Festival 2023 full official lineup fucking poster bullshit um, <laughs> review. I don't know where I was going with that sentence. But if you feel like I've missed something, if you feel like I've upset your opinions, please send them on a postcard to I don't care.com forward slash never mind poly podcast. Of course, I'm joking. If you disagree with any of the comments I've made about any of the bands I've talked about today, that is fine. It's just a podcast. It's not that big. It's not that big a deal. Anyway, I hope you all have an amazing time at Downloading Festival. I truly, truly do. I hope the weather is fantastic for you. I hope you all get incredibly, incredibly sunburned. And I hope that you all have a wicked, wicked time because it's going to be the fucking best time. And as I say, 20 years of download, it's an incredible feat from, from a festival that started out in 2003. Great to see. And it's sold out. So be safe, be careful. Have a good time. Make sure you apply plenty of sunscreen, all that stuff. I'm doing the dad thing again. But until then, we will catch you very, very soon. And in fact, I'm actually attending Outbreak Festival in Manchester. I have got a press accreditation for that. So if you see me at Outbreak, come say hello. Come tell me my opinion on whatever band you don't, that I said I didn't like is wrong. Come tell me Alvana is actually a good band and try and sell them to me because Lord knows I need it. Anyway... That's happening, uh, and also potentially 2000 Trees is potentially happening, and also Arc Tangent potentially happening as well. So, yeah, enjoy, download, be safe, be good. 
Until next time, we'll see you very soon. I'm going to play the intro music. See you in a bit. Peace.